0: Um, hi, and welcome to Witchy Sips, the podcast where we talk about witchy things and where our drinks are witchy sips. Um, I'm Dario, your host, and our guest, Art, and we're going to talk about astrology today. Art, what's in your witchy sip today?
1: Today I'm drinking a taro tea, taro boba tea, um, for a very specific reason, but I'll let you know later. Oh,
0: okay, cool. Um, I am actually drinking green tea. It's a green tea with cinnamon and ginger because I don't know why. Like the transition time in between the seasons is Mm -hmm. always hard for me because I have a particular drink that I like at Starbucks, but I never, it's never like the right time.
1: So I just make my own. (laughs) Which is actually kind of why I got this too, because it's a milk tea. And funny that you have that kind because uh, um, on February 1st and 2nd, it's going to be in bulk which is, um, you know, like uh, one of the pagan holidays and actually one of the, the, the foods that you can drink and eat are cinnamon, milk, and honey and it's specifically, in bulk, is like, it's supposed to be the in-between time between um, winter and spring. Oh. So, it's funny that you mentioned that, like, right in between, that's so perfect. That's, that's perfect.
0: Um, very liminal space, Mm -hmm. very (laughs) in-between, very (laughs) in (laughs) the So, well, yay, in bulk, I'm excited for that and which is exactly when we're going to be releasing this Mm -hmm. episode, because, um, also, apologies, because Witchy Sips has been on hiatus (laughs) for the whole month of January, but as I was telling Art, it's going to be season two, and we're back and ready for more. But yes, in bulk, February 1st and 2nd, which we're really excited about, but today... Mm -hmm. For the most part, we're going to t- be talking about astrology. I have this book called "The House Your Stars Built," and I was doing research on the houses. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, I know you have some books too. What um, do we know? What our big three are? Do you have your big three? What are your big three?
1: I have my big three. My big three is Sun in Cancer, um, Rising Cancer, and Moon in Aries. Mm-hmm. Oh really?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah. Cool. Um, I have. Sun, Gemini, Moon, and Libra, and rising is Capricorn.
1: Capricorn. Okay. Yeah. that's um, cool.
0: A little bit. Um, it's air, air, earth.
1: Mine is water, fire, water. Okay. So cool deal. I have like a
0: lot of water and fire in my chart. I have... I, I think I'm a good mix of <laughs> a little bit of everything, I think, because I know my... Mars is in Pisces, my Venus is in Cancer, Um, Hmm. actually you know what, I don't have very many fire signs
1: in my chart. My Mars is in Leo, so there's the other fire, and then uh, I have my Venus in Cancer, which is more water, and I think my Uranus and my Saturn are in Capricorn. Um, My Jupiter's in Capricorn. And, Capricorn. and it's, like, a whole generation, too, so, like, yeah. Yeah. I think it said 1984 to 2000 are all Capricorn. Oh, perfect.
0: And there's a whole thing about, also about the Saturn return, which I have, I think, what is it, every 4, 13, 15, 16? Every few years in the teens, Might maybe? Might be, yeah.
1: Uh, okay. <clears throat> I'm, like... I really like astrology and I like dabbling in it and like learning about it, but I'm definitely not a master of astrology. And I've heard uh, Saturn's return thrown around and it's supposed to come like around in your 30s. Right, yeah. So I'm not too sure, but it um, probably might have already happened or coming again. Or I think it comes. Several times. I'm right.
0: Sure. That, that's why I think it comes like every 14 point something years. So mm-hmm. in your 30 is like the very big, noticeable one mm-hmm. when like big things happen, big but, changes, yeah. and um, a lot of expansion happens. But so what do we know about the
1: science? What do we um, know about the science? There are four elements 12, 12 signs, four elements. So there's Aries to begin with um, that starts in March. And then it's uh, Taurus, and then Gemini, then Cancer, then Leo, then Virgo, then Libra, then Sagittarius, then Scorpio, then Capricorn, and then oh my gosh, well I know these all all the time. What did I leave off? Of? Capricorn. Capricorn. And then. Aquarius and Pisces. There you go. Sorry. Um, I get really confused
0: towards the. Um... Towards September, um, October-ish. That's where I get lost. Um, Also, at the very beginning, too, like the... Actually, now I think it's going to stick. The Capricorn Aquarius Pisces, that's going to stick now. But yeah, that always threw me off, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And let
1: me just... Like, I'm not sure if if I did it wrong, but I think it's... But it's Virgo, it's Libra, it's Scorpio, then Sagittarius... Then Capricorn. Okay. I think I might have messed it up, but I just corrected it. I think you did it right. (laughs) I think. I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll
0: see. So yeah, and the four four elements. So there are three signs per element, right? So Aries, um... So it's Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, and... Aries, Leo, Sagittarius for fire. And Aquarius, Pisces, no
1: no that's a lie so <laughs> okay so there's Aries Leo and Sagittarius as fire Taurus Virgo and Capricorn in earth Gemini Libra and Aquarius in air and then there's uh cancer hold on it's because I want to do this in order cancer Scorpio and Pisces in water there you go-hmm
0: you're much better at this than i am because i get them all confused i because i don't go in
1: order i, I, I just have them grouped in their own little categories but <clears with throat> like why wouldn't Aquarius be water right you're like right. aqua and then uh scorpio is another one everyone thinks is fire so yeah mm-hmm. um, for you the longest think.
0: time yeah uh for the longest time when i was like Barely starting to like look into like astrology. Yeah, I was like, Scorpio is such a fire sign, <laughs> <But it's not. laughs>
1: they are the, like the feistiest of the, of the water signs, actually. And so, common
0: characteristics for fire, air, water, earth. Um, I find that, well, from what I've read, mm-hmm. earth signs tend to be very grounded. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Very grounded, very, um, cautious.
1: Yeah, they're very, like, uh, earth signs are definitely, um, more cautious, more pragmatic, more, um, uh, yeah, I I guess, like, also, like, I don't want to say that they stay home, but they're, like, they're more, like, well, hold on, let's, let's, let's think about this. Right. Yeah, and, and, well, fire signs are, like, more, like, yeah, no, let's do it, let's, High chaos. Let's go and this yeah. and that. Um, air signs, from my experience and what I've seen, they're very they're very chatty. Um, they're very uh, friendly, especially Gemini's. Gemini, I'm a very chatty person. I'm very <laughs> friendly too. Yeah, and uh, Gemini's just become friends with people out of nowhere. They could be in a line in a store not speak to anyone and someone just comes up to them and is like hey oh my gosh yeah and start doing that my mom is a gemini and my friend is uh friends are gemini's i have a lot of gemini friends and then water signs you know uh the emotional ones (laughs) as they say uh cancers are a bit emotional i can get pretty emotional uh i'm not as moody as they say that they are but um yeah and then like uh but they're they're very like loyal they're very uh, like loving and they'll still care about you even if like you break up and it's like been 10 years um with what's the other air signs no oh, I air said signs air yeah
0: signs. um I did said air signs you did oh, yeah. geminis i'm very chatty like i said very friendly yeah. and i think that's something that's very interesting about me also um talking about misconceptions a little bit in in a minute, but very chatty, which is interesting because I, I can be so chatty and very in person with someone, a stranger that I don't even know, but if I'm in a room full of people that I do know, Mm -hmm. or no, not so much that I do know, but like, um, a room full of strangers that another friend of mine knows that they know the room, Mm -hmm. I will be very to myself. And I, I don't know if that. Has to do with my rising sign or my moon sign, but I will just really just shut down. But in the mall or in an airport full of strangers, Mm -hmm. I'll just talk to anyone, anyone, and everyone. That that happens, and I've seen that too. That
1: that's funny that you mentioned that because the Gemini's I know are very much like that. Like they can talk to like any stranger, but like in like more familiar social settings, Mm -hmm. they're almost like very reserved. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's just an interesting combo, and that's why I love, like, astrology, too.
0: It's um, it's definitely, uh, there's that duality, right? <laughs> Which mm-hmm. goes back to my, to the thing I was going to say about misconceptions. A lot of people say, I guess a lot of people that aren't really familiar with astrology, they're like, oh, German. you're, like, two-faced. Or,
1: that's the know. thing that sticks, because it's yeah. twins and it's two-faced, right? <laughs> it's like,
0: no. It's like, it's not that, it's just that. I'm very quiet around certain people, and I'm very outgoing around certain people. It's not that I'm two-faced. It's just that duality, right?
1: What I have noticed <laughs> is that Geminis, and probably this goes into the misconception, but it is, like, something I've kind of noticed, is that Geminis like to keep secrets, almost for the sake of keeping a secret. <laughs> like yes. They have, like, their own, like, internal, like, I'm going to keep the secrets It's gonna... I'm... Yeah, it's almost like a boost, like...
0: Yeah, um, very much into the topic of, like, the the ruling planet over Gemini is Mercury, mm-hmm. I'm very about communication, but also mm-hmm. the other part of that communication is keeping it to yourself sometimes. Yeah. not I'm just like, um, I don't think I'm a Latino. know. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: You don't need
0: to know that. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Mercury, Mm -hmm. we're in Mercury Retrograde right now. We are. And last time I did an episode on Mercury Retrograde, it was kind of a hot mess. What can you clarify for us about Mercury Retrograde?
1: (laughs) Mercury Retrograde. So, (sighs) just okay. So, like, if you go to, like, an astrologer's, you know, YouTube page, if you go to, like, the, you know, astrology, like, Instagrams and TikToks, They tell you, you know, Mercury Retrograde is about like, you know, just reflecting and all this stuff and just making sure that you're in the right place. But really, from my experience, it's been like bad luck season every single time. Like something happens and I work uh, in a place that's like, it's like very communications, like we run on our communications. We have a ton of systems and and I work with a phone system and you can set it like a clock. Mercury retrograde. <laughs> that's when our phone system goes down. We had it like yesterday, and then the also our emails are down and this and that. And uh, also apparently you're supposed to double check your emails and your anything you write because you you might fuck it up. And I definitely did that. i sent <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> emails more than usual of like that have like mistakes and accidents and stuff. And. Uh, also, that's like when a lot of bad stuff happens, and so like you're not supposed to attribute, you know, astrological events to like bad happenings, but it seems to spike when there's a pattern. I yes, um,
0: typically for me, it happens towards the end.
1: <laughs> oh, the end is like the one, the worst.
0: Yeah, and it's just um, communication mishaps, um, <laughs> communication within my the relationships, mm-hmm. friendships or um, partnerships or whatever. Miscommunication miscommunication um, yeah. is a big one. And um, but yeah that tends to for me <laughs> tends to happen towards the end. But and and yeah, like I, I've seen and I've read articles where what you should do, you should, you know, just reflect on how to navigate it or yeah. you know, and I think that's what I talked about in the previous episode. But yeah. it's yeah. always <laughs> It, like you said, there's a pattern. <laughs> yeah, there's a pattern. Uh, like, coming here, I came so unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it happens, right? And then,
1: also, we were in Venus retrograde recently. I'm not too familiar with Venus retrograde. I think there's, like, maybe two other retrogrades or right now, but, yeah. Are there really? I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, I have a
0: slight idea of it. But... I think um, it's one of those things that I need to... I think I need to just, like, look into some more. Yeah. Let me
1: see. <laughs> do you have an app? Yes, I do. And it has, like, a ton of, like, every, like, you know, this planet's doing this, this planet's doing that. Currently retrograding, see, Venus and Capricorn oh, still... and Mercury and Aquarius. Oh, it's it tomorrow. And oh, no. Venus, <laughs> Venus and Capricorn retrograde. Ends on Saturday, and Mercury and Aquarius retrograde ends in a week. In a week.
0: Okay, well, here it goes. <laughs> here it goes, yeah. So, like I mentioned before, I was researching the houses. What? Um, are you familiar with the houses? Pretty familiar? Somewhat familiar? Not familiar at all? Because I am not familiar at all.
1: <laughs> I am not familiar at all. I am more... I more understand the, the planets. Like if um, you're placing in like maybe Venus or your moon and your Mars, I'm a little more familiar with that. Okay. But like the houses, I can't tell you anything about them. So the houses, when I
0: did um, research, mm-hmm. was so that there's a total of 12 houses, and depending where you have planetary placements in those houses, it affects these areas of your life. Mm -hmm. and so the first one is very much of the self self image your persona second one has to do with your possessions what and who you value the third one um rules over communication learning teaching conversations information fourth one talks about like family and home your roots your family Mm -hmm. um fifth one is pleasure and that may be like romance um creativity art how you have fun Mm -hmm. Um, the sixth one, the sixth one has to do with health. Um, also, your everyday work, what kind of service you do, mm-hmm. and how you help people, and your health in general. The seventh one has to do with partnerships, relationships, and marriage. The eighth one is sex and death, which was very interesting. I thought. Mm. Um. It's probably Pluto in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it is ruled by Pluto. It probably is. Um, the ninth one has to do with philosophy, like travel education, anything about, about, um, expanding your mind. Um, the social, uh, the 10th one is social status, career, vocation, public reputation, that kind of thing. The Eleventh one is friendships, friends, community, hopes, wishes, dreams. The 12th one is about subconscious, mm-hmm. your psychic abilities, dreams, secrets, that kind of thing. That's what I got from my book today. <laughs> yeah. the internet. Um, however, I'm still not quite certain yeah. how the planetary placements.
1: Yeah, I don't know how those factor it yet. I have I didn't get that far in my book <laughs> <laughs> yet, but um, yeah, I was reading about like um, like certain placements, like what planets affect, like if you're if a certain uh, sign is in what planet, like. How that affects your birth chart but and I know that connects to houses and I'm not sure if it's gonna be like the same thing but I feel like it obviously it's like connected yeah very much so
0: must be Um, Mm -hmm. I know you mentioned like Mars for example that's very action oriented is that correct
1: action um, yeah it's how you take action and also uh, how you get mad too So, I mean, yeah, because, like, yeah, because I have a Mars and Leo, and I get mad, I like to argue. Like, um, because they say cancers, oh, you know, cancers are just going to shy away and cry. I get angry, and I I argue back. It's almost (laughs) like fulfilling to argue back. Okay, okay. And I will have the last word as well. And it sucks when you have two people that want to have the last word.
0: Right? Um, my my Mars is in Pisces. Mm-hmm. Was it? I think it was. Yes, my Mars is in Pisces. My Venus is in Cancer. My Mars is in Pisces, and it tends to be like I'll get angry, but I'll let it go, like soon thereafter. Um, I don't. The way I take action <laughs> is not very. Go get her. Mm-hmm. It's really like, I'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get to it. <laughs> it's very peisy Actually, and Very flow. It's very fluid. yeah. Um Yeah, that's that's my Mars. You know what? Come to think of it when I get angry. Mm-hmm. I I will I will talk a lot. <laughs> you will talk um, a lot. I'm very much a Karen when it comes to being (laughs) angry on the phone with people. Oh, really? Like with customer service people. Not like in a mean way, but like, I want this taken care
1: of now. Yeah. It's like, no, you're going to do this. Yes. Because this is what you're here for. Yes. Yes.
0: Precisely. Yeah. Because I do my job the way I expect others to do their
1: jobs as well. (laughs) Um, Now, what about Saturn? Saturn. Saturn, I think, is about... um, philosophy I think and it's how you learn I
0: think it's very of the mind right of the mind yeah um I believe Jupiter has to do with um financial or wealth or expansion in regards to like finances I believe Mm -hmm. I'm not sure well Jupiter in general is very expensive planet Saturn, I don't remember exactly.
1: Yeah, see Saturn and Jupiter, they are oh, they're so close planetarily. I no, don't. They're so. They're both so big. See, okay, so Jupiter, in the signs of the zodiac, gives information concerning a person's ethical, religious, and philosophic standards and beliefs. It shows the way that they express an interest, uh, the way he expresses in an, and an his interest in philosophy and higher education. Indicates the person's expressiveness and how they do things on a large scale, which um,
0: Dion is a Capricorn and I know Capricorn is ruled by Saturn mm-hmm. and he's very much in a happy place when he's learning learning. Yeah, that's his That's his happy place.
1: I, I think I have a Capricorn. I mean my Jupiter's in Capricorn and I love learning like i right like i haven't gone to school for like two years and i have like such a yearning for it Mm -hmm. and i have like an obsession with like being like an eternal student kind of not like as in in school forever but just always learning you know right like i love learning i love teachers i have such a high regard for teachers
0: and myself my rising is in capricorn and while i'm not a fan of a structured academic setting Mm -hmm. I do love to learn I like um, I like researching I in terms of what I do for work I read articles for days and days on end about um, interpretation language and all that kind of stuff and I just really enjoy that Mm -hmm. as far as academic settings I can do it, but not a fan. (laughs) But very much Capricorn and the fact that I do like to learn. I like you said, perpetual student, very Mm -hmm. much always learning something new. Yeah. What else? Oh, we talked about Mercury, Mercury Mm -hmm. retrograde. What about Venus? What do we know about Venus? I know it's very...
1: It's the love planet. Mm -hmm. It's how you love, and uh, that's the main thing I get it from it because I'm Cancerian. I'm like lovey-dovey. So, um, let's see. The planet Venus in the signs of the zodiac gives important information how a person expresses his emotions in relationships, especially in love and marriage. It also gives important data on the attitude towards money, personal possessions, creature comforts, and social and aesthetic values. Social and aesthetic
0: values. I know also that Venus rules Taurus. And um, mm-hmm. I know... You know what, I don't know very many Tauruses. The one Taurus that I did know a while back, um, she always looked real cute. (laughs) Always. Her hair done up, her makeup done. (laughs) She was very about the aesthetics. Which, you know, same here. Um, I'm all about the aesthetics. About how something looks, how something is shot. My friend Audrey makes fun of me because um, every time I go watch a movie with her, even if I don't like the movie, I'm like, it was very beautifully shot. Um, so that's one thing I can appreciate about Venus, the aesthetics of life.
1: My Venus is a Cancer, and, um, with that placement, it makes me very, like, loyal and very, like, because I'm a Cancer, and then plus, uh, like, amplified by Venus in Cancer, like, I'm, like, super, like, I need affection, like, I need, like, so much affection, and, uh, I need, like, to be reassured and stuff, and also, I guess with the aesthetics uh, part, I'm very extremely particular of how I want a place to look, like, if it's my own space, like, I get super, like, I'm like, no, I don't want that, if someone puts something there, or, like, I'm like, no, it has to, to, just like, so. it has to be just right, um, and yeah, like, I, I love, like, uh, decorating my, my space, and like, I look forward to getting a home, like a whole house to myself one day, because I'm just gonna go crazy.
0: (laughs) In regards to relationships, like you said, my Venus is also in Cancer, Mm -hmm. um, I'm very, that, very, I need attention. Yes! (laughs) And give me reassurance? Yeah. Um, I need you to pay attention to me. Yes. (laughs) Please. Um, (laughs) That kind of thing very much. Ask Dion, he's annoyed
1: with it sometimes. <laughs> Thankfully, my boyfriend is also a Venus in Cancer. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, nice. So we both just love, you know, the cuddling, the attention the giving, fest. and the whole thing. Yeah. Love it.
0: Nice. Did Mercury Venus? We live on Earth. <laughs> <It> does <nothing. laughs> Earth does nothing. We have Mars. We live on Earth. It's true. We, we have Mars. Mind. We have Jupiter. We
1: have Saturn. Um Neptune, there's also Uranus? Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto.
0: And Pluto. I don't know anything about those. I, I do know that Pluto rules Scorpio. That's all I know. And Neptune rules, rules Pisces?
1: Neptune you'd think, but no. Is it one Let's of those see. tricky ones? Yeah, it's one of those tricky ones. Uh let me see. Like live research going on here, guys.
0: Live <laughs> research. I just have a book about houses. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Pisces is ruled by Jupiter and Neptune. Okay, let me just do a rundown. Aries is ruled by Mars. Taurus is ruled by Venus. Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Cancer is ruled by the Moon. Uh, Leo is ruled by the Sun. Virgo is ruled by Mercury. Libra by Venus. So they share. Some, Some of these places, uh, signs share planets and some even have doubles. Um, Scorpio is ruled by Mars and Pluto. Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, Aquarius is ruled by Saturn and Uranus, and Pisces is ruled by Jupiter and Neptune, so... Yeah. Um, Scorpio,
0: Mars, and Pluto. Um, I have a couple of Scorpio friends who are very (laughs) action-oriented, but very feisty too. Um... Like because Aries is also ruled by Mars, right? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That
1: makes sense. I'm not thinking I never thought about that. Maybe that's why they do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know I can tell you what they represent. Mm-hmm. Um so in regards to planetary placements, planets and their meanings, um, the sun represents your consciousness, your ego, your strength, your resilience. Yeah. You're um right. Your moon represents unconsciousness, um, feelings, very feeling-oriented, very and, and mm-hmm. your habits. Mm-hmm. Mercury, as we said, communication, intellect, reason, intelligence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Venus, attraction, love, harmony, relationships, art, beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, Mars, sex, desire, courage, passion, action. Mm-hmm. Jupiter, abundance, growth, optimism, understanding. Uh, Saturn, like you mentioned, energy. Um, Oh, this one mentions rigidity, obligation, ambition, which I guess falls into like that um, in line with like wanting to learn and philosophy, um, Mm -hmm. ambition towards those things, right? Mm -hmm. Neptune, dreams, mysticism, imagination, fantasy, uh, Uranus, transformation, uh, nonconformity, eccentricity, uh, Pluto, death, rebirth, and evolution. Mm -hmm. So.
1: Yeah, it falls into the, the houses that you... Have.
0: Yes, the houses. And I tell you, they... And so, the houses, going back to that, each each house is ruled by a specific planet, and I can tell you... No, each house is ruled by a sign. Um, mm, okay. And they are... And they start... So, they go counterclockwise. counterclockwise. And the first house is left. Maybe Pisces, then?
1: Huh? Cause like, because it starts with Aries, ends with Pisces. Would it begin with Pisces and end with Aries? It actually starts with. I will tell you. I have Maybe. to do like astrology episode two eventually.
0: Yes. <laughs> so it starts with Aries. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, and your first house is usually your ascendant, where your ascendant sign is. But that's separate from the houses and which signs are ruled. Which signs rule the houses? So the first Mm -hmm. house is ruled by Aries, second by Taurus, third Gemini, fourth Cancer, fifth Leo, sixth Virgo, (coughs) and so on until twelfth it ends with Pisces. Yes. But they're very much in line with what the houses represent Mm -hmm. and how they are tied into those signs that rule them.
1: Yeah. Right? I think that's probably why they call them the the houses instead of like Is your Aries... What is your Aries in? Yeah. You know, that'd be kind of weird. Because, yeah, first house, sign
0: of Aries. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. And even some tend to fall... Like, the cusp of the house tends to fall in between two signs sometimes. Mm -hmm. Or two signs fall into the same house. Mm -hmm. Which, that's the part that gets me a little bit confused, which I need to do some more research on. Yeah. But, so... That's what we have for astrology so far in my head. Same. <laughs> That's what we have. That's all we have. But uh, fun fact, you mentioned that February f- when is Chinese? February
1: first uh, into February second. Yeah, is in bulk. Sorry, Chinese New Year. Oh, and then yeah, Chinese New Year is on February first, I believe. How exciting! You're the tiger. You're the
0: tiger. Um, a fun fact about that, <clears throat> I was doing some research on Chinese astrology as well because um, because all the astrologies, right? Because all the astrologies. Uh, um, so you mentioned that you're a year of the snake. Yes, I am this, year of the snake. I mm-hmm. am year of the dragon. You're the dragon. And so it turns out that there are five elements that their signs have to go through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, it's a total of sixty. It's a sixty-year cycle, where so each um, each yeah. sign has to go through each element at least once. Yes, and I didn't know that. So whereas you are year of the snake mm-hmm. in eighty nine, right? In eighty nine, yeah. Dion is year of the snake in seventy seven, um, but you are I forget which element you fall under. He's I under think a, I'm a metal. Different...
1: Snake, okay, I think. Yeah, because there's the four elements are fire, earth, metal, and water. Yes. Mm-hmm. And wood. And wood. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why they have yeah, that's right. they have a sixty year cycle because it's five elements and I'm year of the dragon, but an earth earth year I believe.
1: It's very confusing. I know. Oh my gosh, yeah, see, it's like you can't just do it in a bite-sized. Astrology is, like, long and it hard, is. but I've heard that it's very rewarding to, like, learn it, so. Yeah,
0: um. Which is why I'm trying to study it. And, which is interesting to me because we have so many astrology systems, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, they're all equally valid, and they're all equally, they all work, not the same, but they all give similar results. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're like looking into them and stuff, so I think it's fascinating.
1: Uh, Yeah, same.
0: What else do we have? You were talking about in bulk. What what do you have on in bulk?
1: What do I have on in bulk? In bulk, uh, like we said at the beginning, is uh, the midpoint between um, winter, which was Yule, and then the next one, which is Ostara. So that's why it's definitely set on February uh, first to second, which is not like the beginning of February 1st it's actually towards the evening and then February 2nd the more the morning so like that the between that time the sunrise and sun, the sunset that's when um, it's celebrated and it's a very fiery celebration so there's fires there's candles um, that's how you celebrate that um, but also it's a time of it's a time of cleaning it's a time of uh, setting intentions getting rid of the past it's kind of like because because we're exiting winter and now the days are getting more longer and warmer it's supposed to be a time when the earth is like very you know pregnant with life and uh for the forthcoming of spring so that's so like it's a good time because i was hearing in our podcast it's like uh like you know how we have january 1st and we tend to set our intentions then um Typically, this was the time. Uh, in bulk, was the time that you would actually set your intentions because of that midpoint of winter kind of being cut and uh, slowly going away and going into spring. So that's when people would set their intentions. So
0: nice, yeah, I love that. And so I guess that gives us, that still gives us time to do our vision boards, mm-hmm. right? Um, that was the last episode that I did talking about vision boards and setting intentions and. Mm-hmm setting up for what we're going to do for this coming year. Funny that you mentioned candles and fiery things and cleaning because I had tons of candles today, but we only managed to fit one today because we have our widgey sips and we have our books. Yes. And our new microphone. <laughs> um, but also about cleaning, is that where we get spring cleaning from, I imagine? Um,
1: yes, I, and I looked it up actually. Um, spring cleaning is typically in April, but um, apparently the tradition does actually come from in bulk. Um and that that this is the time that you start cleaning out you know getting rid of like uh, the stuff you don't want need and have no use for uh, this is this would be the time to do it and the a symbol for in bulk is actually the broom. Oh nice. So yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Speaking of spring cleaning,
0: like I mentioned to you earlier, mm-hmm. I started my spring cleaning early, which I guess is perfect in time for perfect. in bulk because I cleaned out my closet. Now I only have clothes that actually fit. (laughs) (laughs) So that's exciting. And I guess I still have time to do my vision board because I still have not done mine. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's something I've always wanted to do.
1: Well, you still have time. I mean, by the time this records, will you have that much time? Oh, that's true. uh, When this is put out. Yeah, I agree. Um,
0: One thing...
1: Oh, anything else? I forgot to say that... um, it was, so the, it's one of those uh, Christianized holidays um, because uh, in bulk is also called Candle Mass and that's the Christianized holiday of it. I didn't know that. And so uh, in bulk is also majorly celebrates um, the goddess, the Gaelic goddess uh, Bridget. Okay. But when it was Christianized, um, along came a saint named saint bridget oh so, yeah it was very and um it's funny the, the the information i read on it it was like on saint bridget they can't find too many factual <laughs> um connections with her like that she actually existed uh, so i don't know if this was just like a bald face you know <laughs> one that they really didn't try on they were like there's a Bridget somewhere. Make her a, <laughs> a saint. Somewhere. Make her a saint. And um yeah, so uh on Candle Mass and it's also the feast of Saint Bridget. But um of course it's predates it's predated uh for Imbolc, which celebrates the goddess Bridget. Nice, interesting. I had no idea
0: about that. Yeah. Um do you what actually what happens
1: during a candle mass, do you know? Candlemas? Um I didn't get that far into it. I kind of uh, stayed in in bulk, and I was like, "Hmm, that, that was interesting." I just kind of looked up Saint Bridget really quick, but yeah, she she was very much a mirror of the goddess Bridget, which is like she was a, a goddess of. Uh, I mean, she was the saint of like healing and learning and protection, and the mm-hmm. goddess Bridget is of divination, of uh, learning, of power, of knowledge, and yeah, so. It was very in that same vein.
0: Well, I love me a good candle, (laughs) especially a good smelling candle at -hmm. that. So I'm excited to keep burning my candles. And since you mentioned um, the goddess Bridget had to do with divination, Mm it brings me to um, our ending segment. Mm. which is what I had talked about before, that um, this year I wanted to end off speaking about a tarot card mm-hmm. um, every episode. Oh, and yeah. I guess I wanted to... I didn't actually figure it out. Right? I didn't plan it out mm-hmm. um, because hashtag procrastinator is me. Um, so I, I guess I could always just start with like an order, right? So... Mm-hmm. The fool. Do you you've you mentioned you dabble in
1: tarot as well, right? I just started dabbling in tarot um, in twenty twenty, and a little bit more last year. But uh, I just bought more books on tarot, and so I'm kind of getting back into it. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah. So, tarot. What does tarot? I mean, what does the fool mean to me? So, in terms of the fool in tarot, we have it talking about very much innocence, new beginnings, um, free spiritedness. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you're someone that, um,
1: reads reversals, do you plan on
0: reading reversals?
1: Uh, especially like just starting out, um, kind of just sticking to the, the, the right side up ones. Okay. Um, but I, I see the, definitely the usefulness and I do want to get into reversals eventually, but I feel like I... To learn the the right side of it. Right. So, for
0: someone that does read Reversals, Mm -hmm. it talks about very much recklessness or being taken advantage of or taking advantage of people. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, in consideration, it's very that shadow side of the fool, of Mm -hmm. that innocence, right? Of that um, free spiritedness. Being naive. right yeah and so um and going along with our astrology mm-hmm. the full card is ruled by uranus and its element is air oh
1: really i did not know that yes it's the zero card
0: it's the zero card yes i think i want to do an episode on tarot only mm-hmm. but that's i'm not a sure one what... too. yeah that's it's a it's a toughie. That one might have to be in segments. I think astrology should have been in th- segments too. I think we've discovered, yeah, astrology
1: um, and tarot are probably in segments. Yeah.
0: But for now that's your um tarot tidbit for today. It's very very brief, to the point, very summarized, so it's not an in depth analysis of the fool card which can there's a lot to be said about each card
1: in tarot because Mm -hmm. oh yeah each one is like a riddle
0: yeah and And um, even reading just right side up uh, getting a feel for the situation even the right side up meaning can give you so much information about whatever you're reading about Mm -hmm. Um, so but that's what we have for today for you all Um, I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all enjoyed our casual chat about astrology. Yeah. And, um, we'll be back soon. This year, expect to have, can we expect to have you again? Yes. Yes, of course. I love doing these. And then Audrey will be back for sure. Yeah. So. Can't wait. But thank you so much, Art, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Have a good witchy day, y'all. Bye. Bye.